listening to podcasts on faith, life and growth and I'm your host Ifeinwa Maranike. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you are listening to this, I hope your day is going really well. So we're about to jump into part two of last week's episode. But before we do, guys, maybe you should grab a snack, grab a drink. I don't know about you guys, but I'm always doing something when I'm listening to a podcast. So maybe I may be eating something or maybe I'm doing house chores or maybe I'm just taking notes. But if you're one of those people, then find something to do whilst you're listening to this podcast. And maybe you're on your way to work or you're on your way to school. So let's get stuck into episode five, part two of dating with intentionality. In fact, that leads me to my next one. Do not missionary date. This thing that girls do, sorry girls, I'm calling you out because it's not all girls, but you know, girls say this a lot. Um, You know, I I really want to change him. I'm dating him. I know he's not the best guy. He's not the holiest guy. He doesn't really love God, but I really want to change him. God has given me the heart to change him. (laughs) You cannot change someone who doesn't want to change. You cannot change someone who does not want to change. If they're not willing, you are wasting your time. And what some people can actually do is just for the sake of the relationship and the fact that they want this person so badly, then they would pretend to change for your sake. So they would follow you to church, but then that's where their spiritual life stops. They will follow you to Bible study, but then that's where their spiritual life stops. One, that can't last. And two, if the foundation of their relationship with God is based on you, then that relationship with God is not solid. And once there's a shake in the relationship with you, then there's a shake in the relationship with God. That's not okay. And to be honest, a person can only pretend for so long. But unless you want to be dragging your husband or your wife to church or your boyfriend or your girlfriend to church, forcing them to read the Bible for the rest of your relationship, you're going to be real frustrated. The whole point is that you guys should be pursuing God together, deeper, together. I heard this analogy and I love it so much. See it as a triangle. I think you're talking about marriage, but this also goes for dating, like serious relationship. The guy and the girl are the two bottom sides of the triangle. Then God is at, at the top. So as you guys are getting closer, those two edges at the bottom, as they're moving closer and closer to the top of the triangle where God is, they're also moving closer to each other. That's how it should be. As you're growing your relationship with each other, you should also be growing in your relationship with God. So it's very risky. It's very, very risky to try and use your relationship to evangelize. By all means, evangelize to people, but don't do it with romantic intentions because feelings will get mixed up and it's very messy. They could even just discourage your relationship with God, even if it's not obvious and push you into temptation. This is not just for people who have different religions, this is even for people who are just different spiritual levels as you the person can know god but they're not really on the same spiritual level as you and it can it could affect your relationship with god so that's another thing to take into consideration is their spiritual maturity for you as well you know i said before if you're not spiritually mature maybe you shouldn't be dating yet you know work on that with you and god so yeah that was number three do not missionary date People can be missionaries. Just don't do it within dating. That's basically what that means. Do not missionary date. And then number five, watch and pray. Watch as in this person, the way they interact with other people. Is it in a polite manner? Does this person 
show the attributes that they have been telling you? Is that person's life showing the values and the beliefs that they have communicated to you? Another thing, what's their relationship with their family? I mean, these are things, that's why I said watch and pray. These are things that you should notice as you're watching them. What's their relationship with their family? Someone like me, I guess it depends. Someone like me, I'm a really family, family kind of person. I love my family so much. And so if I'm going to get into a relationship with someone, it has to be someone who is also close to their family. So I would look, what's their relationship with their family? Are they on good terms or not? And then, um, of course, pray. If you ask God, God will show you. Ask him. Literally, ask God. God, is this the relationship that you have for me? Is it's your will for me to be in this relationship? And if you are in a relationship already, think. Did you even ask God before getting into this relationship? Because the problems that you may get into may be because you didn't even ask God in the first place. Of course, you're going to get into arguments in a relationship. But there are some issues which could have been avoided. For example, disagreements on fornication if you prayed and you watched before then if you are watching this person and if you prayed will not be a problem certain issues in terms of values and beliefs and faith will not be a problem and if god has not given you peace because god will show you if you pray and ask god he will show you and if god has not given you peace if this is the right person then guess what do not pursue because what we think is a great relationship could be damaging and traumatic and it could lead to a heartbreak and then that heartbreak could spoil the actual relationship that God has for us. Imagine wasting your time with a person and that person you wasted your time with spoils the person God has for you. Like why why even get yourself into that? Proverbs 3 5 to 6 trust in the Lord with all your heart and not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your paths straight. So if you ask God, trust that the person he has for you is much better than this person you're pursuing that's not in his will. You see this person, you see this guy, you see this girl, and you're like, I feel like this person is my dream person. And then you pray about it, and then you're not getting peace from God, you're not getting a yes from God. Then maybe it's not the right time, or maybe it's not the right person for you, but trust that God's plan and God's person for you and the relationship God has for you is much better than what you have for yourself. The person he has for you will be the bones of your bones and the flesh of your flesh. Your relationship will be fulfilling. It will be full of love. God will be at the center. It will be fruitful. You guys will succeed together, encourage each other, inspire each other. But that is only if you walk according to God's will. So that was number five, watch and pray. Do not get into a relationship willy-nilly without asking God first. Number six, um, if you don't see a future with this person, then please do not waste your time and do not waste their time. Now, what do I mean about the future? If you see that where this person is going is not where you want to go in life, then that is probably a great place to end that relationship. As I said before, do they carry your values? Do you see attributes of a future husband or future wife in that person? If not, you're wasting your time. Sorry, it can be blunt, but you're wasting your time. If you're in a relationship and you know it's not going anywhere, but you just want to have fun, get a hobby. Like, literally, you guys can DM me on Instagram and I'll give you a list of hobbies that you can you can do. There are so many. You can swim. You can learn how to bake. I love to bake. 
You can learn how to cook different foods from different countries. Um, there are so many things you can do if you're bored. Please don't date out of boredom. Do not enter a relationship out of boredom. You're wasting your time and you're wasting the other person's time. And you could be missing the person God has for you. Another thing with someone who may not carry your values, who doesn't carry the same vision as you, or is not going in the same direction as you, when you're in a marriage, it magnifies a person's attributes. So don't overlook their little things. The things that you think aren't a big deal now, the little values you think aren't a big deal now, you either address them or you let that person go. Because if you enter a marriage with somebody that even has a little bit of the things you cannot stand, then it will only get worse in marriage. It will only be magnified in marriage. Marriage magnifies a person's attributes. If somebody has a problem with anger, if somebody has a problem with their temper, and those red flags are showing up in your relationship, in your dating or your courting relationship, but you don't feel like it's, it's big enough to address now, trust me, it will only be magnified in marriage. If it is not either addressed now, or if you don't separate yourself from him or her, it will only be magnified in marriage. If you think that by the time you're married, for some reason, the ring or that paper or certificate of marriage will turn that person around, then you are joking. Then you are not serious. <laughs> it won't. It doesn't. I'm sorry. It will only magnify those attributes. And so you either deal with it now or you're like, you know what? I'm not going to deal with this anger. I'm separating myself from you. Of course, nobody's perfect. People deserve grace. Nobody is perfect. But there are some attributes that a person needs to work on alone. Anger, maybe a person should work on that alone. Versus something like, okay, for someone like me, I love to work out when I can. And, you know, I try to eat healthy when I can. And so if I get into a relationship with someone who doesn't really value those things as much, that's something we can work on. That's something I can, you know, try and persuade them. You know, even with my family, we love our snacks. We love our fried food. But once I bring in healthier variations that taste just as good or even better, my family's like, you know what, let's take this version. And they're cool with it. So that's something you can always switch up. But there are some things that are very dangerous if you ignore those red flags. Very, very dangerous. So there's a balance. You have to have grace, but you also need to be aware of red flags. Because at the end of the day, if you're waiting for a person to be perfect before you get into a relationship with them, you are going to be waiting a very, very, very long time. So last but not least, in order to date with intentionality, it is very wise to seek wise counsel. This is very specific. Highlight, please, if you're writing this down, highlight wise, W-I-S-E, counsel, not just any counsel, because the people around you can give you advice and it could be very bad advice. Very bad advice. If somebody is giving you advice and it seems like it's going against the things of God, automatically that advice is very bad advice. Just don't. Seek wise counsel. And the way you'll know that counsel is wise is its roots must be through the word of God. And also look at their testimony. If somebody is giving you advice, just look at their own lifestyle. If you have a friend who is hopping from one person to another, every week they have a new girl, every week they have a new guy. 
that is probably not the best person to get advice from when it comes to dating with intentionality or courting with intentionality. Because there's nothing intentional about a new person every week. There's nothing intentional about hopping from person to person every other week. Seek counsel from those in who you see fruit in their lives. Now, what do I mean by fruit? Fruits may not just mean they have a relationship, but you can see that the things they're putting into practice are working for them. If someone is advising you, this is how I stay productive, this is what I do, but then they're not even living a productive life, then that is not the kind of person you should be getting advice from. But we do not know it all. As much as we think it's my life, I know what's best for my life, it's very hard for you to be able to think straight when feelings are involved. And that's why sometimes wise counsel will put you back on track. A person can be very bad for you. You could be in a relationship with a guy or a guy could be in a relationship with a girl and he is head over heels for her, that he doesn't even see her faults. But the wise counsel, the people you trust, the people that know you, the people that have your best interest at heart, will let you know she's not the one. Emphasis again on wise counsel. Some people may mean well, the advice may be coming from a good place, but it could lead you to destruction. And sometimes you can actually find wise counsel in people older. Now, for Nigerians, <laughs> you don't talk to your parents about dating. You don't talk to your parents about sex. You don't talk to your parents about relationships for most Nigerians. So it's hard. I thank God for my parents that I am able to do that. But that's not the case for most people. So in terms of an older person that you can go to seek advice from, who do you go to? Do you have an older uncle? Do you have an older aunt? Do you have someone you respect in your church? Do you have someone you respect even in school? I mean, my sister talks about, um, my sister, she's in uni right now, and she was saying there are some people, there was a guy that she met, I think he was in 500 level law, and he just inspires her so much. He's gone through what she's gone through. And so when he speaks and he gives advice, and he's doing well, like I think this guy's on the first class. When he says stuff, she listens. No, he's not her uncle. No, he's not someone in the church. But she's seen his fruits and she's willing to take his advice to receive that same fruit. That's what I mean by wise counsel. And that can be someone older. You cannot do this journey on your own. You cannot date someone for a long period of time and not ask, do you guys think this person is good for me? Because that's actually, in fact, that's the spirit of pride and that is not a fruit of the spirit. That is a spirit of pride because you believe I can do this on my own. I don't need anyone. And if you don't think you need anyone, you're probably going to also think I don't need God's input either. Humble yourself. You don't know it all. Nobody knows it all. Even me that's doing this episode, I don't know it all. A lot of the things I'm telling you, some are from personal experiences, but most are from wise counsel. Most are from other podcasts I've listened to, books I've read, my parents, people around me. That's where most of this comes from. Dating with intentionality in this generation is so important because the rate at which people are getting divorced is not a joke. The rate at which marriages are ending in bitterness is not a joke. And so to avoid that, to avoid getting into a relationship, even a long term, even before marriage, before getting into a long term relationship, which will end in heartbreak, which will leave you with emotional trauma or emotional baggage start the relationship with an intentional purpose start the relationship with the right mindset we need to beat the odds they keep saying the divorce rate is going to increase no not with us all right it may with other people it's not going to be with us not with us we're changing up so guys i really hope this episode was helpful 
especially in today's society, I feel like this conversation is really needed for Christians because sometimes we get confused on exactly how to date because what the world is telling us is much different from what God wants for us. So I hope this gives you guys some clarity. And if you are in the stage of, you know, you think you're ready to date, then just make sure you are pursuing with intentionality. Be intentional. Don't waste your time. Don't waste other person's time. Be intentional, guys. And then that's how you get a fruitful relationship. So we've come to the end of episode four. Gosh, guys, I loved this episode. It was, it was nice to talk about this. Don't forget to give a review, give a rating. I would love for you guys to continue this conversation within yourselves, discuss it with your friends, discuss it with your family, share this podcast because it would be great. Okay, guys, I'm going to give you guys this task, one task. Share this podcast with just one person. It can be your friend. It could be a family member. And so... I wish you a great day, a great week, a great November. Use this time wisely. So I'll see you guys next week with our next episode. Bye guys. Have a blessed week.